Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas. Glad that you could all be here with us, and, and thank you as we come out tonight. Um, tonight, I have a letter. I got this letter back in September, and as soon as I read it, I thought, I know what we're doing on Christmas Eve. I'm going to read this letter. Uh, this letter came uh, after our Lakeland camp. We do an all-church camp here, grown-ups, kids, everyone. We'll go out and do water slides and cabins and all that sort of stuff. And this came uh, after that. This comes from a, a gal who goes to Lakeland, but she also runs a Christian youth center called Prodeo here in Lee Summit. And she uh, also brought some of her teens from the youth center to camp and sent us this letter afterward. I wanted to share it with all of you. I'm sure I forgot people, but I just want to tell you thank you for camp. I didn't want to go. It seemed like more work, more people, and after the week I had, I just wanted to be antisocial. The only reason why I didn't back out was because we were taking three of our teens and I was excited for them to go. Saturday night, I was reaching my limit of being around people and I went to go on a walk. One of my teens followed me and we struck up a conversation. What started out as small talk soon became a very deep conversation. I started asking her about camp and what she thought so far and if she was having fun. And she said that she was, but something was off in her voice. I paused for a moment and asked her if it was hard to watch all these families interact. She started crying and said that she looked around and saw all these daughters interacting with their daddies, playing games and laughing, and she longed for it. She was jealous that she'd never had that, and what relationship she did have with her father was very dysfunctional. And although she'd just turned 16, she's the closest thing to an adult their family has since mom is wrapped up in her addictions and dad is not in the picture. So she spends most of her free time taking care of her younger sister. She said at one point she saw a daughter laying her head on her father's lap and she just started crying because she wanted that so much. Going into the snack shop and seeing families play games together was nothing she could relate to, but everything she wanted. We then started the talking about one of her friends who just that week had told her that she, her friend, relies on her relationship with Jesus to get her through the highs and lows of her life. We started processing that conversation, and, and she wasn't so sure she believed all the things her friend said, but she had a lot of questions about it. At one point, I stopped and asked, has anyone ever told you that God loves you? She started crying and shook her head no. I was shocked that a person can make it 16 years and never have heard that God loves them. I assured her that he did. I shared my own story about my walk with God and when I first found out that he loved me and how he came crashing into my life. Our conversation went back and forth for about three hours and we talked about God and prayer and then at the end of the night, I showed her some of my prayer journaling that I had done, and I hadn't planned it, but I opened up to a page where I had been praying for her, and she saw that. So she asked if I had any supplies for her to have a prayer journal, and she took them, and I went to read a book, and she came back a couple hours later and wanted to show me her journal and that she had been praying for my husband and I. I know that her life is not fixed, and when I dropped her off on Sunday, she went back into a life of not knowing where her next meal is coming from, if her mom's going to be lucid, where they're going to go when they get evicted in October, and so many other pressures she has in her life. But for one weekend, she got to be a kid, laugh, eat three meals a day. 
So thank you for putting on all the countless hours and work into the last weekend. It made a difference in my life and in the life of my teens. This is a lot of what it means to be part of a church. I wrote her a letter back. I said, please tell this young lady that all those people she saw in that room, most of us didn't grow up with families like that. Most of us didn't grow up with a place to be that way with our parents and children. We are uh, receiving this as a gift from Jesus. We are receiving the abundant life that he's trying to show us, and we're, she just happened to be there seeing us figure it out all together. So when I invite her to a church, or I invite anyone to this church, we are never saying, hey, come have what we have. We're not, we're not saying that. Um, we're saying, hey, come receive the gift we're receiving right along with us as it happens. Come explore and discover this new kingdom right along with us as we're discovering it, as it's unfolding. Now, let's just be on this journey together. I extend that invitation to all of you. Next Sunday, we'll be talking about all the things God's done in our church this year and the things we're looking forward in 2013. Some of you would be interested in that to find out what we're looking forward to. If you've been going here for years, you're probably wondering, yes, what are we looking forward to? So uh, come next week. The week after that, then we're gonna get to work. We've got some uh, special guest speakers coming on, experts in marriage and relationship, and they're gonna start us out in the new year talking about harmony. I think after the year we've had, we could use some Harmony. So come and explore and let this all unfold and just join in the journey right where we all are and let us receive what Christ is giving us all together. Amen? I've preached now for four weeks on uh, the story of the Magi and the hope and the peace and the love and the joy that Christ brings us. And so I'm all out of words. I don't have anything left to add. Um, and you're thankful for that. So tonight, we're going to come and celebrate. We come to sing. We come to pray, we come to hear the story and to celebrate when God came crashing into our world to show his love for us and be God with us. So we're gonna open the service with a special processional. Uh, folks will be coming down and we're gonna light the Christ candle. So that's not a sing-along part. So you might wanna stay seated so you can see the processional. Sing-along part will follow right after that, after we get the Christ candle up here and lit and then we'll all join in the celebration together. Amen. Let us pray and we will begin. Father, we thank you for Christ our King. We pray for this young woman and everyone else. We would continue to seek after you, the life abundantly you have for us, that we could be your people and you would be our God. And tonight we celebrate, Lord, that you made the first move. You came to be God with us. In the name of Christ the King we pray. Amen. Let's begin. As you're seated then, the kids can look around and they will see there are candles all around the room. Here and here and there and there and there. We're going to have a birthday party. Kids, do you know whose birthday it is tomorrow? That was a little flat, first service was much better. Whose birthday is it? Jesus! That's right. So, kids, make your way to one of these cakes, and we're gonna sing happy birthday, and we're gonna blow out the candles, and all you really wanna know is can you eat the cupcakes? Yes, you can after service. They'll be out in the lobby, so move quickly. 
All right, gather round. All right. Has everybody gotten to one who wants to? Wonderful. All right, those will be waiting for you in the lobby after service. If you'll find your way back to your seats, we have something to share with you on the screens. Amen. And now we have an old tradition. This is how we close our every Christmas Eve service I can ever remember at this church. We light the candles and we sing Silent Night. This candle is lit from the Christ candle. This white candle represents Christ, a gift we've already been given. And if the ushers will come forward, then they'll each receive a light. And they'll pass the light to you. And then the light will spread. The room will be dark, representing the darkness of the world. But as the light spreads, it represents Christ's light coming into the world. Some of you will be tempted to speed this along by taking out your lighter and lighting yours and those around you. But uh, that light doesn't come from Christ. That comes from Bic. So, <laughs> for the sake of the message, we ask that you wait. Be patient for the coming of Christ's light, as those who waited for his first coming had to be patient. And perhaps that'll give you a pause to think about how we must still be patient, waiting for Christ's return. And then when it's over, we'll all blow them out together and we leave the sanctuary in silence. So let's stand together and we'll begin.
We. Mm-hmm.